Welcome to Healing the City Podcast. You are listening to our spiritual formation section of the Healing City Podcast with Eric and Sue Seepin. Go blank. That happens. Yes. Welcome to Healing the City Podcast with Susan Seepin and Eric Seepin. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to see you. Uh, we're in the still in the COVID podcasting world. We do have... Uh, new podcast coming out from Jessica. It's in the finishing editing state. It's a little longer than the normal Healing the City podcast. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's our first interview outside of our community. So that's really cool. That's exciting. Yes. But our goal today is just to continue our conversation on what we call the table of decision or the hot seat model. It's in our spiritual direction section um, it's where we spend time looking at how to really offer each other soul care, be the best way to describe mm-hmm. it, spiritual care for one another. So, um, we started out last episode talking about how you would, I think the last episode, what was the title of the last episode? Do you remember? It, it had to do with, it was, how are you doing? Yes. How are you doing? And it was a, a diagnostic, that's right. A diagnostic tool. And so, and how, and so you can kind of go from there, I guess. Right. I'm going to turn it over to you. You had some ideas of how to structure this. Yes. So the idea um, of how are you doing had, was a way of just kind of looking at our lives and seeing what the different parts of life are and how they're going. The goal isn't necessarily for them all to be going well, it's just to look at it and say, right now, this is how I'm feeling about this for these reasons. And it could be work. It could be a larger category like that, or it could be individual relationships. Or environment or yes, your physical body, things like that. Yes. And then from there, we look for events um, as in order for the hot seat model to really work, it's helpful to have a specific event. Right. And we kind of philosophically believe that your life is just one event after another. Right. My wife is smiling because I'm adding commentary and having fun. I like the commentary. It also reminded me of a mentor that I had in college who said, uh, who often said, life is a series of choices. And (laughs) it was just (laughs) such a frustrating thing to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Life is a series of choices. (laughs) Life is a series of events. Yes, but true. Yes. So many choices and events. So so picking one part of life that is having, where there's some hardship and choosing an event that really characterizes that hardship is an important first step in this process. Yeah. And so from there we go to the emotional experience and from emotional experience, we go to false beliefs that are related. And so um, the, we're going to be talking about emotional experiences, false beliefs, and the way they interact with each other this morning. And so I, um, I think there are a couple of different ways that we look at emotion. And um, I guess that's probably a good place to start. Yeah, I mean... We look at emotion, I think, in this model that we have called the table decision, or as it's more offhandedly called, the hot seat model, uh, we talk about negative emotions. We're not talking about happy events that characterize how happy you are in some part of your life, but 
ne- basically events that aren't good and the negative emotion that you have in response to the event itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're looking, I guess we're looking for two tiers of those emotions. One sort of is your physiological experience of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are real primal things. So we're looking for like things like, were you angry? Were you uh, disgusted? Were you sad? Were you afraid? Were you surprised? These are kind of, uh, and then what did those feel like? So um, maybe that's too different. You're looking frowning at me, so maybe you're looking at it a little differently than I am. I'm just confused. Because I said two things. You're mm-hmm. right. So, so we have a physiological response to them, and that's in your body. Uh, and so we're asking people to, to, to what did the negative emotion feel like in your body? Um, when I talk to people about it, it's still kind of intertwined with the words that they're using. I'm angry or I was disgusted. Well, what does disgust feel like? Mm-hmm. You know, what does it feel like yep. for you to be afraid or anxious? Um, so those are so you know a lot of times I'll even do an exercise where I ask okay everybody has at least one time felt some kind of anxiety in their life where do you feel it in your body put your hand on that spot Mm -hmm. or explain it to me Mm -hmm. and that exercise in itself is pretty uh, remarkable for people just that because you don't usually think about how your body feels but you know like I tend to feel my anxiety in my chest and my heart starts racing. I think that's really interesting too because we tend to assume that other people experience things the same way or at least some things the same way. And anxiety is one that is a good example of, oh, like there could be six different ways to experience this in a group of six people. Yeah, no, the one that was surprising to me is like immediate headaches. Mm-hmm. Like that, like you have that negative emotion hit you and you just get a massive headache like right away i was like wow that's interesting i've never heard of that one but there's lots of them like yeah that, that you but they're also like you know they're connected to to those words of disgust and anger. emotional yeah emotional words feelings experiences yes um mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know so those are those what we're looking for is Part of the problem is that we aren't connected to our emotions. And so sometimes we say words that aren't actual emotion words. And I think sometimes we're not connected to our bodies. Right. Like we're not aware of what's happening in our bodies that is related to our emotions. Right. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times I did say anger, but a lot of times people will say, well, I was angry. And I'm like, well, what does anger feel like? Well, I wanted to beat them up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well... You know, that, that's, that's, a not a, that's a thought. That's mm-hmm. not a feeling, right? It's really hard for people to talk about how anger feels, you know, because it, 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 it maybe I was shaking or I was clenching my fists mm-hmm. or my face gets really hard. Like I can feel, I squint my eyes. I like, or I cross my arms and like I, I feel tight. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting people in touch with their bodies is important because it's the most tangible warning sign that something's happening. Yeah. And I think what's also really helpful about it is what we're trying to do as we go through this process with each other is to start recognizing 
how we feel, what's happening in our body when we are entering into this interaction between our choices and the truths and lies that we have competing for our affiliation, for right. our loyalty. Yeah. So when that happens and we can really contemplate it with other people and see what the gospel would look like in that moment, it gives us an opportunity in the future when that physiological experience happens to say, oh, I'm here again. I'm at the table of decision. And it is, these are the things that are before me. These are the the lies that I'm tempted to believe. These are the truths I'm being invited to by Jesus. Right. And we're not, we never put this model forward as a therapeutic model that where you're going to work through your entire life. What we think this is, I think this is a spiritual model that relies on some therapeutic um, information Mm -hmm. because we think, and I believe that, that our emotions, both the way they play themselves out in our thoughts and then the way they play themselves out in our physiology are the place where we enter into spiritual warfare. They're the signal that we are, at some ways, having the veil thinned between the Mm -hmm. spiritual world and our world. And that's our moment where we we know we're going to have to go into conflict because a dialogue with the enemy, who is someone who accuses and pours contempt on us so and this is very biblical i mean we can we can back that up but well in in first peter 5 8 tells us that he is satan is going to and fro looking for whom he can devour um and then you know there's plenty of other places that explain that he's the accuser of the brethren and things like that that's his whole role and so we know that that spiritual forces are coming against us and so that's why i think you just even knowing how you experience your emotion is an important part mm-hmm. um, of being preparing to go to battle and knowing there's just more than just you in this thing here. And I think one of the practical, the practical entry into that, uh, that part of the model is really basic questions. Like when this event happened, how did you feel? Or, what what was happening in your body when you had this experience? How did you respond physiologically? Are good places to start and then uh, explore what what was happening in the emotional, physiological realm? Yeah. But it's a really basic entry point. It's just a straightforward question. Yeah. How did you feel? And where yeah. did you feel it in your body? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like you, I think... As you're working that out, it's you're able to as people work that out with you, you know, I I can think of many hot seat models I've been in where it was me on a hot seat or or it was someone else and, and somebody in the in the community says to the person, Oh, well, it actually sounds like you felt really powerless mm-hmm. and you can see like that they've been struggling to connect anything to their body or anything to their like emo- any kind of emotional experience, and then that word powerless just you could see they like oh yeah that's exactly how I felt and I felt like a little kid or I felt like uh like there there was a, mm-hmm. an anxiety in that powerlessness you can see them kind of combined and it it opens their eyes to what they're actually experiencing in that moment. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's important that sometimes that this is not a totally linear process, right? So sometimes that will emerge as you talk about different, uh, you know, different beliefs or different relief. Uh, Somebody may say, oh, it sounds like you were maybe feeling ashamed or, you know, something might come together later in the conversation. And it's not a linear process. It's something that that can shake out and different, you know, we're always filling out different parts of this thing as we go through it. Right. I suspect people who are listening to us who've never seen this model are like, oh, what the heck is going on here? So you have to listen to all of our podcasts and you have to, um, I think, maybe see some of the diagrams, which I think I put links to on our um, Yeah, that would be helpful. Podcast, so. Yeah, and you can explore the Village website for a lot of this. I think the other thing we've experienced is that with men tend to be more linear with this process and women tend to be a little bit more less linear in the sense that they will come back to things and, and um, where, where guys can kind of linear, 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 yeah, well, whatever. Linearize it. Yes, whatever, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, me and my words. So I think... You know, I think it's probably good. This is like 12 minutes of people hearing about emotions. Um, And I think probably the takeaway, if you didn't take it away, is that negative events lead to negative emotions. And it's really important for you to figure out what you're actually experiencing in your body when you experience a negative emotion. When you are anxious or afraid, what does it feel like? Because that's a warning sign that you're in conflict with the enemy and there's going to be a whole series of things you'll begin to believe and think that aren't good and we need to kind of grab hold of what those are and that would be our next step right yeah next time we get together for this we'll talk about false beliefs yeah that'll be fun